Hi everyone, and welcome to another week in our digital literacy and 21st century skills series. I'm Solomon, but you call me Clacky. With me is Shannon and Janelle. How's it going, guys? Good. How are you? It's going good. Doing good as well. Now, last week we had Kimberly and Ricky who looked at Mayor and Tuff's take on designing effective presentations. This week, we're going to continue that conversation as we take a look at media literacy. And just to create a little context or background, back home in St. Kitts, where I'm from in the Caribbean, um, we are said to have a 93% literacy rate. And for me, that means that we have a very high percentage of persons that can read. Isn't that fantastic? Definitely. Yeah, it is. Well, Clacky, literacy does not only involve reading. There's a writing component, and you will realize throughout our discourse today, it also includes competence or knowledge in a specific area. Really now? Hmm. But I guess when I think about it, that does make sense. If you are versed in an area, you pretty much are literate in it. Actually, at the fifth meeting of the Global Alliance for Monitoring Learning in October 2018 in Hamburg, Germany, literacy was defined as the actual ability to identify and understand, interpret, create, communicate, and compute using printed and written materials associated with various contexts. But that it also involves a continuum of learning in enabling individuals to achieve their goals to develop their knowledge and potential, and to participate fully in their community and a wider community. Wow, Shannon, I, I, I'm almost so you out of breath after <laughs> all that, because that was, that was a mouthful, you know, and there's so much in there, like we can have like a few podcasts well just off of that definition yeah. alone. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, the U.S. National uh, Association for Media Literacy Education actually uh, defines literacy as the ability to analyze, uh, access, evaluate, create, and act using all forms of communication. And I think um, that is a good segue for us to look at this week's topic of media literacy. But if you take my very limited interpretation of literacy um, and I apply that to what I think media literacy is then for me it's like um, having mediums like a CD player or a pen drive to store information on uh, print media like a new podcast media like a radio station would, would I be inc- incorrect or correct in my thinking Well, there's actually this book that I'm reading by Monica Bulger and Patrick Davidson, and they share some interesting viewpoints on this topic in their article, The Promises, Challenges, and Futures of Media Literacy. And essentially, put very simply, media literacy is like the active inquiry and critical thinking about messages that we're actually receiving and creating. Oh, yeah, I think I actually read that as well. Hmm. And to think teacher Janelle dinged me some <laughs> points and only gave me half a point for broadcasting media. <laughs> but it is one of the ways that we receive messages, don't we? Yeah. All right, Clappy. That's all you got? Thank you. 
And that article um, it does seem sound vaguely familiar for some reason. And for whatever reason, I feel that this discussion is going to deteriorate in attack on social media and everything that's bad about it. Well, no, Clacky. Once we have students actually become critical about what their view on social media and their point to where they can debunk what they're looking at, um, I'll actually give social media full marks. Wow. And here am I stuck with my half a mark. Hmm. <laughs> and as we say in the youthful plans, right now I'm in my feelings. Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Clacky, you, you got your, your points back. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right. Now, in the context of where you guys work, does media literacy education take place there? And do you think that it should be a separate subject or should it be infused in that particular subject being taught um, where applicable? Uh, well, for me, I work as a preschool teacher, so uh, my four-year-old students will not be using social media or literacy, or, or not literacy, but media in general, uh, so I hope they're not. Uh, but as far as, you know, it being taught in education, like in high school, I think that's something that's very important with being taught because, you know, at that age, you know, students are children are getting into you know youtubing you know there's cyberbullying and there's so much that is out there right now with technology that i think that uh media literacy education should be definitely taught right and from like a similar you know teacher standpoint as janelle i teach students that are um severely disabled so most of my students aren't really directly um, involved with media literacy all day but you know some of my students do um, you know use the computer or use the iPads and they are seeing things on certain platforms um, so I do feel that it's really important especially at a middle school and high school level to kind of um, you know teach media literacy um, and infuse it into all subjects because um, with the way of the future, media literacy is, you know, only on the rise. Um, and I just feel that we need to be able to teach students, you know, what is, you know, maybe real media literacy and what might be fake, which kind of brings me into some of the questions that I had when I was reading this week. Um, and it is, you know, what is, you know, what about its impact on fake news? Do we think that it's actually working? Will it get better? Or will people just believe what they want to believe? You know, are we just going to keep getting fake news or keep looking into things and having to wonder if it's real or is it even, you know, going to get better? Uh, as far as fake news, I think it's, you know, the impact is, you know, whether or not students are going to really listen to what, you know, is coming out with what they're hearing, you know, whether it's fake news or not. And, you know, with things that are going around saying that, you know, people saying that, you know, that there's no such thing as global warming, you know, with global warming, that's, that's something that people say that's fake news, but I think it's something that, you know, people have to decide whether or not they believe it or not. And as we can see with everything going on in Australia and whatnot, um, I think that, you know, Global warming is such a thing, um, but, you know, with it working, I'm not sure. Um, I think it really all depends on the person, on the individual, and I don't know if it's going to get, you know, better 
in time. You know, people are just going to believe what they want to believe. I agree, um, Janelle. I, I concur with you. Um, um, it's it's amazing um, how much fake news is, is is pushed on a daily basis, and you wonder what is the intent, um, why people alter alter the message um, the way they do. But I think um, through learning and sensitization. Um, at some point that we'll get to where we can analyze and apply um, critical thinking to make sure that we are not being fooled. I definitely agree. Yeah. Uh, so the author actually spoke to future impacts and felt that if media literacy is to be successful in the future, we need to do the following. And uh, that would be to develop a coherent understanding of media environment, uh, improve cross uh, disciplinary collaboration, leverage the current media crisis to consolidate stakeholders, and also to prioritize the creation of a national media literacy evidence base, and lastly, to develop curricula for addressing action in addition to interpretation. So do you guys have any thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, I think all five of those are extremely important, um, especially in an educational setting. I mean, just looking at number five, you know, we do need to develop some type of curriculum to address, you know, um, almost in term, inter- interpretation of the internet and the media and, you know, how we are, um, you know, picking through and seem, uh, going through these things and, you know, really using our minds and using critical thinking skills to, um, you know, make sure what we're reading is concrete and real. Um, I think we just need to be more cognizant and aware of what we are doing in terms of media and, um, you know, make sure we're using those strategies when researching and when reading and learning new things. What are your thoughts, Clacky? I agree. Um, and number three, leveraging the current media crisis to, con- to consolidate stakeholders. Um, I like that because um, no man is an island and we all need to work together and recognize that when things happen, no one is going to individually say Clarkie or Shannon or Janelle. They're going to say um, those people from the United States or New York, etc. Right. So when we can get buying um, from persons who have the capital and the resources to recognize that we are all um, in this together, then we should see um, some improvement in the right direction. Right, I totally agree. And I feel like there's something to say about empowerment that when you know it creates buy-in and ownership, so you know youth part- participation goes really a long way. You know, like training for teachers and provision for curricular resources, uh, parental support, policy and evidence-based so that best practices are actually utilized. Um, Bulger and Davidson actually mentioned the uh, media literacy programs addressed issues of misinformation and copyright and plagiarism, uh, information credibility, and even bullying, which is, you know, something that I feel very strongly about. Um, actually, they mentioned in a study of 283 students um, from 38 participating high schools, um, Hobbes found that this experience significantly improved, you know, self-reported measures of intellectual curiosity, you know, like the desire to learn about all sides of an issue, questioning uh, things that they read or heard. Um, having curiosity about ways to actually solve these issues in their community. 
and you know actually comparing facts and opinions.、Um, students also improved in showing respect for others' ideas even when they disagreed, and I think that's the concrete、um, feeling here is that we have to have respect for others' thoughts,、um, but still you know listen to their opinions. Yeah, I completely agree.、Uh, Clacky, have you of、uh, Farad Manju? No, I haven't.、Um, who is he, and what was that about? Ah,、uh, so book that I'm reading called、uh, "True Enough: Learning to Live in a Post-Fact Literacy." Oh, I know that book.、Uh, Manju probes the cognitive basis of what's true and how one's perception indeed can end up being one's actual reality. Um, and at the end of his introduction, he asks the question, "How can so many people who live in the same place see the world so differently?"、Um, and I think that's my biggest takeaway. I thought that statement was so bold,、um, and I was curious on if you guys had any thoughts on that.、Uh, yeah, I mean, with, I remember reading that last. That's the exact last、uh, thing that he says in his introduction, and you know, it, it really stood out to me how he said that. Exact question because you know it's true. Like you know, with people, things around the world so differently. It's uh, it, it's very true because you know with how the news is today, and then just how other people's opinion are. You know, people just see the world so different depending on you know how they view the world, depending on you know what they see, what they believe in as well. Right. I, I I totally agree. You know, my mind goes back to you know, the readings that we have in terms of when we're teaching、um, students, and one of the things、um, that we're encouraged to do is to take them、um, from the known,、um, their own experiences, and、um, take them to new to new places. And I think this is this is definitely、um, one of the reasons why that our experiences impact. Our view, our world view, you know. So really, we can all be looking at the same thing, and have totally different、um, perspectives on that. Right, I agree, and I feel like it's, you know, your experiences, you know, how you are raised, your morals that kind of lead us to perceive things a certain way. And I guess essentially that's why we all view the world differently because we all come from a different place and a different background.、Um, but chapter one of his book is called "Facts Don't Matter." What do you mean? Facts don't matter, um, Shannon. Um, it's a little bit more of a paradox. All right, I got、yeah. you. So, in, in chapter three,、uh, trusting your senses,、uh, selective perception, in nine eleven, Manju says that selective perception says that even when two people are opposing ideologies, overcome their tendency towards selective exposure and choose to watch the same thing, they may still end up being pushed apart from one another. Each of them will have seen, heard, felt, and understood the thing vastly differently from the other experienced it. Yeah, and actually, in that chapter, they just do a really great job with pinpointing different moments in history where we actually see that happen.、Um, you know, one that really pertains very well to what you just said, Janelle, is、um, that football game、um, that they talked about between, I believe, it was Dartmouth and Providence, and. 
you know, there was some talk about some aggression in the game and, you know, both sides just really did not see eye to eye. One side said that the other team was really aggressive, but that team didn't feel they were aggressive at all. Um, and basically they experienced the same exact game, but nobody felt the exact same way. Um, you know, in the chapter, they also touched upon, um, you know, Kennedy's um, death, our president. And, you know, people have different theories of what happened after looking at a video. You know, we're all looking at the same video, but some people think this happened, some people think this happened. Um, and, you know, the biggest point they touched on is, you know, 9-11 and how, you know, some people feel that there's one reason why 9-11 happened and then others believe, you know, that the government may have made it happen on purpose, which is, you know, a conspiracy theory. And it just goes to show that, you know, based on what you believe and however you perceive information, that's really what you're going to stick with. You know, it's hard to change your mind once you're there. Um, and those people seem to stick in that same spot. Um, Clocky, I know you didn't, um, you're going off of what we're um, explaining about chapter three, but do you have any views or insight on that? Um, it's interesting that you mentioned conspiracy, theory, conspiracy theorists. You know, um, I, I mean, I usually I'm biased towards anyone um, who has that type of worldview, but I realize more and more that this is this is the world that we live in. Definitely. And um, from listening to you guys and what you read, it seems also that these people have spent a lot of time um, trying to prove their belief. Oh yeah, they did their research. In, <laughs> right. Um, and it's it's scary that. You know, it, it reminds me of I'm just saying that we have that that a, a man convinced against himself is of the same opinion. So it doesn't matter what you try to tell them is once they believe this thing to be so, it's definitely the truth. Right, they're convinced. You know, <laughs> right, which is crazy. And um, but that's the world we live in, unfortunately. But I'm 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 glad that we had this discourse. You know. Um, and I'm glad that um, I got my extra half a point. <laughs> but <laughs> having having had the discussion, I think I, I would settle for just the half point because I have learned so much as to the different um, shade of meaning when it comes to media literacy, the importance of it, that um, we need to help guide persons to analyze think critically for themselves, dissect the information, to find out what's true, what's false. It's, it's been a pleasure, guys, um, going through this with you. Yes, um, thank you so much for having us. Any closing words from you? Um, no, I just, I think that we lot. all had some similar views, um, and I think that we all kind of brought in our own experiences to kind of make sense of media literacy and some of the issues we see within it. Um, and I had a really great time discussing it with you guys. Yeah. Definitely, uh, definitely fun, and uh, earned that point, Clacky. That half a point. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. All right, thanks, guys. All Have right. a good one. Yes, you too.